Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 137. 137. 137. Full episode this time. Last time was not so much because we the episode didn't record. But guess what? It fucking happened again to us. The app we were using to record things with, uh, clearly not updating with the newest iOS, so it fucked us again. But you know what? We waited a week. We waited. We we skipped a week for the emotions to die down. For to for, for the anger for, to subside. For to gather our thoughts again. You know how like you do something, you spend like two hours doing something, and it's just gone. Well, right. It takes a second to recover from that. Right. So this week we have re-recorded our uh, disc. Well, not re-recorded. We had a whole new discovery, new fun things, new everything for the last American version from 1982. Uh, the movie's insane. You can find it on Blu-ray. You could probably find it in full on YouTube. It's uh, it's a wild movie that neither of us had seen before. It's a wild ride. Uh, before we get into all of that, uh, B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where you find the humor, enjoyment, low-budget, lesser-known films, and uh, known films, and uh, of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. This movie, this movie had, I don't think it had anything bad. No. But it had the good, and it had the what the fuck. It did. So well, the, the bad is just like, if you look at the situation, you're like, well, that situation The bad, bad could be if you don't like 80, like, teen comedies. If you don't like teen comedies of any era, you're not going to like this, because it's silly, it's absurd, it's wacky. But honestly, if you don't like teen comedies, I think you should watch this one, because it's it, not it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. No. Uh, so you can find us at, uh, uh, if you subscribe on iTunes, That'd be uh, cool. go there, review it. You know, in your review, leave a movie if you want us to talk about it. Yeah. And we will do that movie. We will do that. Get we on it. Get on it. Yeah. Uh, you can find it on bnbpodcast.com or wherever else you find podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Android podcast apps, uh, a million other places on the internet. You can find One us, you, million. You can uh, also reach us on bnbpodcast.com, uh, bnbpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at bnbpodcast, Facebook, just search B-Movie Breakdown, and we're on Instagram. I think Facebook, Instagram are probably the places we post most uh and so um, instagram is also bb podcast nick do you have a plug i do guess what you're speaking of facebook guess what's on facebook now my website is schedule.com where i post all my comics and my stories right. but if you would like me to be in your feed you can um and get posts we need to every share tuesday and thursday we should that's true we should um scatter search if you search scatterville on facebook it'll come up but search scatterville stories you know, Scatterville, Scatcherville, spelled like a city, like how it sounds. Um, it'll come up, and you just give it a little like. And it's in, it's in its infancy, but I got every page I've done uploaded. So, like, if you want to have your Facebook app open, it's easy to scroll through. Not to say my website doesn't, you know, depending on, um, not to say it's hard to navigate my website, because it's really not. It's really great. But, like, you're on Facebook anyways, dicking around. Just look at them, you know what I mean? Jump back and forth between what you're doing. It's pretty great. And for Brand Synergy, I used to be Nick Tarano on Instagram. You can follow me at Scatterville Stories on Instagram. I noticed that, and I was I uh, not too happy about that. Sorry. I'm still Nick Tyrano, but, I mean, that's just for yeah, synergy. I, I was like, who the fuck is this idiot? Yeah, he's just the guy I'm following. This like, loser. Uh, I think you need to change it to Cyborg Nick. No, I'm never doing that. I'm going to change you to In Pain Corey. Oh, that's fine. All right. I put people in pain. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, switch it around. So, this week on the podcast, switch you around. we watched... The Last American Virgin from 1982. Check it out. It is a it's a wild movie and uh, has some unexpected twists and turns that you would not expect from a teen comedy. Right. So uh, it's more legit than you think. 1982's Last American Virgin. It's the best of the worst. Be moved. 
ending of this movie, I still, honestly, after it's been a week since we watched it. Yeah. And I re-explained it to our friend Cody, who's joining us on a later podcast. Correct. Uh, explaining it to then, and uh, my wife, who also watched the movie with us. Yes. Was also chiming in a little bit about <clears throat> when I was explaining it. The reactions it. were good. And cause she watched it with us, and... Still, that ending, even explaining it to somebody, is insane. Because, it's real good. Because you have, the movie was an hour and a half. You have an hour and ten minutes of teen, 80s teen comedy, like romp. Like silliness, crazy antics. Raunchy. Raunchiness. Real sexual. You know, tits everywhere. Tits everywhere. Man be, ass everywhere. This should be on the DVD cover. Man ass everywhere. Measuring dicks. Dick measurements. <laughs> I bet you forgot about that part. No, I mean I remember all of this. <laughs> no, I. No. It's too. It's too insane of a moment in the uh, in the movie to you know forget about the dick measuring. You know, it's 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 a, it's an important part of the movie because well, it it leads to the only the only confrontation the main character has. Like he he mans up and he's like being like in the alpha male because he found somebody he thought he could probably like dominate and pick on was the guy looking through a peephole at the girls changing. Which, but the thing is. He was the only one doing it. They all went along, but like it wasn't like he's not that vocal in any other part of the movie, like towards someone else. Right. But don't you think that probably everybody else has looked at people? Come on. Nobody knew about it. No, nobody knew about the people. No, nope. Victor drove his nine-inch dick through the wall and he made it. I mean, that hole was really small, so I don't think so. You're right. Unless he has a really like maybe he's like really long dick, but it's like like a spaghetti noodle. No, no. Well, what he did, he just, he just. Because that hole was that hole was like maybe enough for like your eye, like a peephole on a door. I can make it make sense. He just, he just pounded his hard nine-inch dick into the wall, and it cracked his tiny hole. Oh, so he just like he just whopped it against the wall. He just like slapped me, went crack, crack all the way through. Dang, that's what we're going with. That's a fucking. That's a tough Victor Dick. Victor Dick. Vic Dick. Oh. No, I said a thing that's a name and a name. No, I'm not a fan of that. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to vote against that. All right. Well, you can vote against it if you want to. I really don't care. Uh but the <laughs> what, Obviously. what what I was back to saying was like so the end of this movie, you know, is is so dark and insane. And it's funny when you think about the start of the movie compared to the end of the movie. So the start of the movie has Gary, David, that was the chubbier kid's name, right? David? David, yeah. David and Rick. You got these three dudes, and they're just like, oh, look at these alien creatures. Yeah, those chicks that weren't, other than the one sad sack, Millie. I'm glad we've just, because before when we've talked about this, she was frumpy. Now she's a sad sack. And like, I just want to get the, the ugly one, the one that's I mean, gross. I, I mean, just like Gary, that age, you'd still bang her. I don't know. It wasn't that. that she was ugly. She was just like a frumpy, sad sex. She was like, I don't care. Whatever. She didn't even give... She gives such little fucks that she just let some dude take her shirt off and start <laughs> taking her bra off with a pair of scissors. She's indifferent. She's like, whatever happens. Whatever. Just let my tits hang out. She my has, frumpy tits. She has... That's not a good sentence. They're probably just, just like sad looking. That's her a bad sentence. Her tits are probably just sad looking. That's a bad sentence. Like her sad 16-year-old tits. This is a bad sentence. This sentence is not good. This sentence is not good. I feel like that conversation, I shouldn't be alone for this conversation. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, the sad tits, I shouldn't be just alone I'm in a room just saying, with that. She she was she was just like the Debbie Downer 
you know, she didn't want to be there except for the drugs, which weren't drugs. It was sweet and low that was presented as drugs. Yeah, but they took it because they wanted to pretend they were awesome. I know, but like, when you think about it, when you pour sweet and low out, it doesn't look like cocaine. But those girls had no idea what coke even they was. They were better off, been better off finding like powdered sugar. There was a giant racket. The boys oh. are faking coke. Girls have never done coke. They do coke. They pretend it's coke. Like, nobody knew, and nobody was even on the same level because that's just what you do when you're a shitty high schooler. Do you think it was bad for them at all to snort that much sweet and low? No, I bet it made them real healthy and really healthy. <laughs> like, cause they yeah. snorted a lot of sweet and low, and they never showed the guys snorting any of it either. So. No. They, Guys are probably, uh, they're okay, but those girls... Only the girls had to prove themselves. And those girls who were from, I don't know, they I don't think they were from that school. They were from their Shelbyville. They lived in Springfield. <laughs> That's kind of the situation I was thinking it's of. It's just right next door, but how do you know this or person they exists? Or they could have been a little bit older. They were not. I mean, we don't know that. They were younger. Rick knows young tits. <laughs> well, I mean, we saw the young tits. We did. They weren't, we looked up the actresses' ages, so... Because remember, we had to look up, what was the lead character? Was that Rachel? Is that her name? Yeah. Are you just agreeing to agree, or you, yeah. do you remember that being her name? Yep. Okay, I just, I don't know what that means. I thought it was, wasn't it Lizzie? Lizzie? That wasn't her name. It wasn't Obviously. Lizzie. It was Samantha. Karen. <laughs> Karen. Rachel. <laughs> uh, Rachel's more, Rachel and Karen are more traditional than Lizzie. I was being silly on purpose. You're just thinking. You like, thought it might have been Rachel. You just wish you saw Lizzie McGuire's tits. No, what is so, this? Oh, Hillary Duff. She's a grown woman, but I can't wish I saw her tits. What is going on? What have I been roped into? Sorry, we saw Karen's tits. How many that times going to say tits? Karen was later on in the movie. Karen, Karen had her own issues. She did. And lessons not learned. Yeah, different kind of lessons. School, she just dropped out of school. Yeah. She stopped learning any lessons. She learned no life lessons because she's dropped out of life school. Life school. She's just done. Uh, be, I mean, not to get too much into the beginning of the movie, but one character I wish we would have got more of a little bit is the uh, Gary's mom. Yeah, Gary's mom was just amazing. Gary's mom was hilarious. How old was Gary's mom? Because she looked like she was like 55. And her son is in high school. So why is she like 60 years old? That usually isn't the case. Right, especially that time, like, a lot of people were having kids younger. It's just because everybody looks older. In older movies, right. everyone looks older. So the mom probably wasn't that old. Because the dad didn't look that old. I mean, he didn't look young. And uh, his dad beat the one kid, David, with a shoe. Yeah, he did. That was, like, their Israeli connection. It was. We uh, we threw in there. Yeah, when we were talking about this previously. <laughs> it was, like, the, the random shoe beating. Because you mentioned when we were watching it. Like, yeah, like what why is he taking off his shoe? What is he, from the Middle East or something? Right. And then we found out, like, that... Because, like, well, the movie, obviously, being a canon film produced by two Israeli cousins, and then the movie was directed by an Israeli guy who made the original movie that this movie was based on. Has anybody talked about this being Zionist propaganda? Or no? Has anybody done that? <laughs> All right. The Last American Virgin? Yeah. I mean, every, we could just go every canon film is... A Zionist <laughs> propaganda? Breaking breakin and Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. That's, uh... <laughs> what, what are the, we watched quite a few canon movies on here. Uh, Miss, uh... What was the Chuck Norris one we watched? Um, Invasion USA. I was going to say American Explosion, but I was close. I mean, pretty much. I was close. <laughs> pretty yeah. much the movie. There's a lot of explosions. And that's, how, that's how the American fascist sleep begins. Remember how weird that movie was with like the terrorists attacking, like they came up on the beach and they just yeah. like, took over the towns and stuff? Yeah, they invaded Florida. And they like, blew up people's houses on like, Christmas and stuff. <clears throat> right. It was like, super It was fun. great. Because like, how can, how can, because I just like, even, this is not even talking about the movie we watched, but I'm... 
very pumped to talk about Invasion USA. Because <laughs> Invasion USA was great. Well, because, like, what's the political situation in that movie? Like, where do you go it's from there? Insane. There's a worldwide massive... Two buildings just didn't fall. Towns were overrun. And it was happening all over the country. We just, right. we just saw we Florida. Only, yeah, we only saw Florida. The governors convened. They just decided, oh, we're a police state now. Fascism rules. I can imagine that... Uh, I wish I remember Chuck Norris's character, and it was, like, McCade or something like that. Something like tough guy sounding. Like Duke Howitzer. Duke Howitzer, sure. I just imagine he just went all over the country like... Just killing everyone? Yeah, just... I mean, he took out the leaders. He did. Which I feel like the leaders were the Florida gangs. They were a main one, right. So, like, he took out the top... Because if you're doing a terrorist invasion of the United States of America, you put your top guys in Florida. What are you doing? What are you doing? That movie was just really bizarre. But it was great. Was that because... whole mall? They, they killed all those people in the mall, too? Remember those like, like, rocket launchers going off? And... That's because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, was... yeah Chuck Norris almost died because he ran. they drove him through a window, for real. <laughs> <laughs> he almost died. That was, was really serious. Didn't one guy actually die? He fell out and cracked oh, his head. Oh, yeah, there was a guy. He, he fell pulled out of a van and then died in the hospital. Yeah, that's right. Which is fucked up. That's fucked up. But it was when terrorists were just a joke. Like, it was just like hot like Cobra. Like, it's just like, terrorists are funny. They're just, they weren't actually causing serious American terror. Right. We I want... mean, you had so many movies around the Cob uh, Commando. Yeah. I mean, that's... Well, terrorists were that's like... an Australian terrorist. They were like default bad guys. Yeah. Fuck. When's, when's, when's going to be the first Australian terrorist? Don't you miss when terrorists in movies were like all races and not just Middle Eastern? Or in like TV shows? Right. Because they veer that way. We have to be We have For to be some offensive reason, and like, shitty. like one of the first like... I'm sure there were obviously ones before then. But one of the first like Middle Eastern terrorists I remember was True Lies. Yeah. The dude in True Lies. Like I remember like he yeah. was there they were Middle Eastern. But... I mean Hans Gruber is fucking German. Right. That's vintage terrorism right yeah. there. Uh, I mean, like I said, Commando is Australian. Yeah. You don't get too many Australian terrorists. How many Australians sign up for terrorism? You live in a continent by yourself. Well, they had like bad blood. They knew each other in the past. He was like a rogue guy who like flipped out. It was like a whole ordeal. I mean, the guy got a pipe in the chest at the end. So yeah, he let off some steam. He let off some steam. That was such a good one. <laughs> it's absurd. Like, like, I'm glad you mentioned that. Let's just watch that again. Well, I mean, I love Commando. It's fucking great. <laughs> oh, I'm an Invasion USA. Oh, Invasion USA. <laughs> I thought you meant Commando because I'm always done to watch Commando because I love. He tells that guy that he was gonna kill him last, and then he's yeah, like, he... I thought you said you were gonna kill me last. I lied. <laughs> drops him off. Drops the guy off a cliff. Goodbye. Holds him by a leg and drops him off a cliff. Hilarious. It's hilarious. That's so I, good. I uh, also good was uh, I, honestly the last American Virgin I thought was a funny movie. It was. It's it, it's a funny movie. It's it's an enjoyable movie until the, you get to the last twenty minutes where you're just like, all right, well this is you're just throwing this in my fucking face. What I like about that movie is it just takes you. It's just it just is is and it is just a, you don't even know what the story. There's really no story right. until like until like. The like last, probably the last third of them, the last act of the movie. They're like, oh my god, this was coming. This is what you're dealing with right now. Holy shit! And the guy you think is like a cool dude because he got cool jackets and he's a player banging all the chicks. Oh, he's just a fucking horrible monster. And person. it's funny because that was of, not good. And talking about the movie when we were telling Cody about the movie, I mentioned how throughout the film I kept calling out Rick for doing shitty things that a boyfriend shouldn't be doing of a girl right and how gary should have been exposing him of these things and how you kept defending rick throughout the movie until the end when you saw the why do you call outside. i was explaining him why is that defending 
You were all about Rick. Oh, look at that maroon jacket he's got on. If you have a cool jacket, and still be a horrible person. I'm not defending this You were creep. like, you kind of wish you, this was you, like, wish you were Rick. I don't kind of wish I was Rick. Before, before, like, you knew he was a monster, you wished you were Well, Rick. obviously, that's like anybody. That's like any role model. But by, by the way, Rick, that guy, he kind of looked like a Patrick Swayze. Kind of. He had like a Swayze dog. But how was I, now I need to think, because when we talked about this previously, I had a defense against your accusation that I was defending Richard. And I was not. All right? That's not what I was doing. I believe I was just... Because he just isn't... Oh, no, I was just explaining his... Thank no, I mean, you. I even wrote down early on in the notes, Rick is a fucking cool guy. Because he was like... A, yeah. He was but a great dude. Is, all he was doing... Rick just had... All he cared about was getting late and having sex. Because those are two different things. Getting late and having <laughs> sex. They are. Like, sex is like serious. Getting late, just like whatever. It's like whatever, dude. He's like a frumpy Debbie Downer. Whatever, dude. Oh uh, no, that's we're not gonna even talk about that sad sack, Millie. Stop calling her a sad sack. I. That's the best way to describe her. Frumpy, I feel like is more rude than sad sack. I can think of a few more ruder words to say, but I'm not gonna do that. Like, if, like if you saw her, you'd be like, mm, and like her looks plus her attitude, you'd be like sad sack. She just needs more faith. Frumpy is just based on looks. Sad sex based on looks and attitude. Oh, is, if I looked at sad sack up at Urban Dictionary, that'd be the definition? It'd be a picture of that bitch. Oh my god, <laughs> the sad sack is a bitch. It'd be a picture of her getting her bra cut off with a pair of scissors. Jesus. That left an impression in your mind. You mentioned it a lot of times. The scissor part? Yeah, you just like... Because it was weird. I just want to cut off bras with scissors. It was weird. It yeah. was weird. Like, do you think later on, like, in Millie's life, she was just like, every guy she was ever with, like, they're trying to take her bra off normal. She's like, no, like, you got to get this, bust out the scissors. It's like her thing. Became like her thing. No, she had, she has like a garter and she just has scissors in there just for guys who need it. Like, you know. She only wears like sports bras that you can either have to like take off fully or cut with scissors. <laughs> you can't take it off any other way. No, well then when she gets older, she just decided to wear like five sweatshirts. You have to just cut all those five off. Five sweatshirts. Tight as fuck. He's got to cut them off Jeez. with scissors. I mean, I can see that being the progression of her life. Oh, like, imagine, I guess take take these five sweatshirts off. I got them on because I don't care. She talks real good. Oh, do you just do you want to date? Hey, Millie, you want to dance? I don't care. Yeah. It's, hey, yeah. Millie, you want to like uh, have some chips? Whatever. I now don't care. She has literally just became Eeyore. She's yeah, just she Eeyore. She really was. She's just Eeyore. She was. Like she likes to count with her friends, but she doesn't care. She, I mean. More bangable than a donkey, but like yeah, dude, Millie was now. Yeah, now Millie's a donkey. I said more bangable than a donkey to some people. Well, Gary was all ready to bang her. Gary bang a donkey. Like he was not really feeling it. I mean, they he did say that. Well, all the girls that he would rather bang Godzilla. Yeah, which is like that's than weird. Bang them, and like two out of three were like pretty hot. They were not unattractive. Like Millie, like whatever, still bangable, but like not as attractive as the other two. Mm. I mean, yeah. Well, we I never... Agree. Yeah. You know what? I didn't get to see Millie's tits, so I can't judge. The other two, I got to see their tits. You can only judge people by their tits. Right. <laughs> That's appropriate. Like, like I said, like, probably some sad-looking tits. Like, I, I, Jesus Christ. Just, uh, what I'm thinking of in my <laughs> head. Like, I, I don't really know... I don't know for sure. It's just it's just a it's just a guess. Speaking of speaking of tits, how about the the pizza that got delivered to the whore? She wasn't a whore. Yeah, they is, banged a whore later on. I yeah, I know. She wasn't a whore. Like I, I had a whole like. She was just like, 
Oh, it's a pizza. Jesus Christ, this is inappropriate. Literally how she talked. She was from Spain. It was, that's, not, that's not appropriate. That's literally how she talked. That's probably the best impression anybody's ever done of that woman. You know how many people do impressions Because her, of her? her accent was... <laughs> probably not too many. Her man. accent was 100% not real. She's from, she's from Espana. Okay, the character, the person, no. She's, ah, it's my strong boy bringing me pizza. It was like a fucking, like, Jennifer, like, uh, when they do Jennifer Lopez on South Park, like, oh, taco, taco, burrito. Like, that's what it sounded like. Oh, my. It sounded like Trey Parker doing a Spanish woman's voice. Well, Paco was okay well, with that. Jennifer Lopez is, like, Puerto Rican or whatever. Paco was okay with that. Paco was her boyfriend who yeah. was a sailor. Paco was okay with that. Yeah, I'm not saying the character that they don't nobody knows anything to. They just think that's how she talks. I'm saying from an actor's standpoint, it was a really bad Spanish, <laughs> Spanish accent. Some people have fucked up voices. Maybe I, I wish I could she... remember what she kept calling him. Maybe, like, maybe that. Oh my pizza, my strong boy. She called muchacho. Oh my oh, muchacho. Yeah. My strong muchacho, bring my pizza. <laughs> it was awful. It was it was very. Um, but that woman it was well, something. Like, well, Gary was a pizza delivery guy who had a drove a pink pizza delivery station wagon with an absurd character on the top of it. He did. Uh, I feel like why one one why did the boss of the pizza place that guy super lenient by the way he's an awesome dude yeah he lets his employee drive his car their company car around correct all the time all the time uh, off hours. It's like he, a perk. He drove it drunk, remember? He did. He got super wasted at the party. He did. When he when he the second time he saw Karen and he went like drunkenly professes love with him. Uh, I mean, love to her. Yes. Like that was the only time second time he ever saw her. Correct. And he drunkenly wanted to like profess his love. Right. And his friends calling, let him was, drive home drunk. He was fucking wasted. David tried. Like <laughs> He was like, Are you came okay, in. Okay, David suggested that he would drive him home. David also drunk. Yeah, but David was more sober than he right, was. Right, he was more sober than Gary. And then Gary's like, no, man, I got it. And David goes, all right, man, be careful. He tried. <laughs> Let's go get in the car. He tried. We, we don't know how many people Gary killed on the way home. It's, 1980, it home. it's 1982. They're having road sodies all over the fucking place. He's right. being a nice guy. He's like, yeah. all right, I hope you're okay. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> there you go. And like, he, was, he drank a... For a 16-year-old kid... He drank... He, he, no one else touched that Jack Daniels. It was he all He drank him. a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, plus who knows what else. And I mean... I'm not saying... I'm he was, he was hell-bent on getting Karen. God. That's why he should have exposed Rick early on for his sexual antics and uh, banging other women. Because they went to the Spanish woman's house, Rick... First one to get up and yeah, bang but he her. didn't know they were. Rick sees lots of girls. This is what I was gonna say. He doesn't. He doesn't didn't know he was dating. They didn't know they were dating or whatever. Right. Rick's just doing Rick stuff. He just fucks girls. Right. That's what he does. And I understand. He has sex with women. No girl. Well, girls and women. And remember, anything. Rem Rick would fuck anything. I'm sure Rick's fucked guys. I don't know about that. I'm he, sure he's Rick fucked David. Like, don't say that. Oh, is it bad? Why? Because David? David has tits. No. It's not even close. He had some like man boy tits. Oh my god, he's just a bigger dude. Man boy tits. But like, remember when Rick was banging the Spanish lady? Yes, let's get back to that. And they're like watching through the people in their underwear. Yeah. And David goes, Jesus Christ, he's fucking her. It was good. <laughs> Might be one of my favorite lines of the entire movie. Because like, well, cause it was just obvious that's what was happening. And then he just screams, Jesus Christ. He's fucking her. What he's else was he? Her. 
And then David went in there and fucked her. He got he sloppy got, seconds. He fucked her good, though. And Gary, because he was, like, kind of skittish, like, still, like... Yeah. I think because he really wanted his first time to be with Karen. I don't... He want Gary was, like, the sensitive type who, like, wanted his first time to be special. We went over that. And he didn't understand that, like, your first time in, like, high school, just, like, whatever. Gary is Gary is a m'lady kind of guy. Oh, That's what Gary is. Oh, Gary's totally a neckbeard, for sure. 100%. I mean, like, the no fact question. that when he, like, pays Hashtag for things... Hashtag all men. That, not all men. Hashtag you know, not all men. That's Gary. for things, like, oh, you know, you owe me, you should be my wife. Right, right. Kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, then Paco, her her boyfriend, ends up coming home, and that's a whole other... But then they end up going to bang that, that prostitute, which they paid $30 for all three of them. Yes. We did the inflation. It was about $76. Yeah, so, like, that's still, still very, cheap. very... That's uh, All three young men... You, pro- you probably, shouldn't, probably shouldn't bang that woman if you're charging 70 bucks. Right. So there's there's a reason that. you got crabs. You probably should not do that. Yeah, you got some crabs. I remember how the reason... the way I don't think we actually discussed this the last time. The way that they got rid of the crabs was by going to the public swimming pool. You had to kill them or drown them. And drown them. Like... That's fucked up. Can't you just sit in your swing in your tub if because like it wasn't to use the chlorine to kill him, it was just drown him. Right. Which is annoying. So like just go to the public swimming pool. What if you're I mean, you risk giving somebody else crabs. Who knows what kind of diseases are in those pools? Nineteen eighty two, man. I mean, I went to public pools and stuff. It's not safe. That's where I got rid of all my crabs. What the hell? When you're a kid you had crabs? <laughs> not when I was a kid. Crab Corey's kid crabs? Corey's Crab's kitchen. Why is it a kitchen? You're serving them up? Here you go. Here's your din din. That's, that's what I called the swimming pool. Here's the crabs. You I, called the swimming pool your kitchen? Yeah, I went down to like the... Did anyone teach you what words mean I went down to like the shallow one where they got like the mushroom that's like the water's pouring down. Are they do mushrooms? You're out of your control. No, like the giant mushroom that the water pours down for like little kids to run under. I think you were having a hallucination. That's why I just like let, put my crotch under that waterfall. Why did you make that like, gesture? Like put your crotch out. I yeah, need to see that. I put my crotch under the waterfall so like the crabs just spread around that area only. That's not how... Yep. You had a good idea as a kid. Got to get rid of your crabs, I guess. I mean, how... I all, I learned it from 80s movies. I, which is a lie, because I never saw this movie before, so... No, right? Well, I mean... Because nothing you just said was a lie. It was all facts. Right. Real factual I just talk. went to hotel hot tubs, and just that's where I got rid of my crabs. That that's where be, you got crabs. That might, <laughs> that's where you got them. That might be better off, though, because, like, the heat... That might be a better choice, like, to get rid of your crabs. You think the chlorine could help? Well, I think that's why they went to the public pool. To drown them. But they kept saying drown them. They, yeah, they didn't say because the chlorine's going to affect them. But then they again, they're, they're not very smart anyway, so who knows, like, how they put it together. Right. But uh, I feel like, I mean, we're obviously beating around the bush a little bit with the, the whole ending scene of the movie. Well, we're hyping it up. Cause... The movie. Well, like, well, like one, I, I want to say before we get to anything... When Rick and Karen have sex for the first time, uh, they're in the like commentator's booth of the football field right. of the high school. Rick's been there before. Oh, for sure. And uh, that's when you see Karen's boobs. All uh, Worth noting. Be- I'm noting it because that was the character that I didn't think you were going to see her tits. You were surprised by boobs. Well, like other random characters, like in those kind of 80s movies, like it was always like typical, like... Oh, random boobs everywhere in teen mm-hmm. comedies like that. But like main, the main character, it well, that wasn't always the case where you were gonna like see her. Right. So like that, and then not well, in the later scene that we'll get to in a minute here, you saw her bush too, and that was the only character you saw bush of. Or maybe in the shower scene, the girls walking around, but that was quick. The Victor when they were measuring the penises. 
Yep. I just love that entire, like, four sentences describing this movie. There's a lot going on there. We also didn't mention why they're measuring penises. Because they didn't believe that Vic... They wanted to see who had the bigger, biggest penis in the locker room. So whoever had the, whoever had the biggest tool won the pool. So yeah, they, they all put in a dollar and they, they measured each other's dicks. It's like 30-some guys. Because, I mean, we remember in high school when we measured each other's dicks to win money. <laughs> it was a thing that happened. Man, in 1982, you didn't have the internet. Yeah, you know, the internet, so, like, let's just measure each other's dicks with a ruler. Yeah, it's like, how do you, like, how often... Somebody pulled it out of their pencil bag. Yeah, unless you, unless you, yeah, exactly. It was their, their exactly, their little, uh, yeah, it was thing in, like, a box. What's that called? Cran box? It's got a name. Pencil box? I guess that's what it was. I don't know. I, don't know. I was thinking you, of a specific term. Were you, like, uh, you're, like, the one kid in school It's like, I teach her about my utility box. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I don't want nobody in kids' utility box. Why would I say that? I don't know. That would not be said. I thought maybe you were thinking of like protractor at first before you said yeah. box. Before you said box. Yeah, I, he took the ruler off his protractor. I don't know. Oh, uh, there were some like protractors that had like a ruler. I remember there was one that had like a little ruler attached. My, and you could like take it off. Are we talking about protractors now? I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. There were also the ones that were shaped like triangles. Yeah, those are called triangles. Uh, but they have like rulers on them. Yeah, it's, they're all measuring tools. But like in 1982, you're not going to see like nowadays. You just go somebody goes some hypothetical person goes and looks up pornography on the internet. You're going to see dicks. Like oh, look at all these guys' dicks. Now they probably have like an app to like measure your dick. Like I'm, it's I'm like sure a panoramic like camera thing. Yeah, 360. And you like you like you like go along and it tells you how long. So like each person, then that person has like pictures of everybody's dick on their phone. Is did you just find That's out how magic you, blackmail? Did just you just discover how you're gonna be an entrepreneur? You gonna make up this program? Yeah. And then sell it. I gotta come up with a good name for it though. You can't just be like dick measurements. Well, I mean now that kind of won me over. <laughs> it's in the Google store. What about like dick me measure yourself? Oh, measure yourself. That's a good one. It's also, yeah, it is a kind of a good one. It's still too long. It has to be shorter. Tool pool? Yep, done. Because that's like DraftKings. You're just like gambling. You compare different guys' dicks. Oh, man, you can bet on different guys. Like, first you see like their faces. Oh, my then, God, you've and... invented an app. You've invented an app to gamble with money on dick. I'm so glad we recorded this conversation. <laughs> Because it's almost like, we talked about this already. Let's talk about new stuff we like. Oh, we invented an app. That's good. Tool pool. Well, I'm going to start a Kickstarter if you want to donate $100,000. Like so many people a week get to update their own photos and their own dick photos. And then other people bet on like who they think has the biggest dick. And then they just... They get but it's solely based on like picture. There's no stats. There's no height, weight. No, it's there's just... There's no just, see, information. There's no bio. So you get to see someone's face to humanize them. And then you get to look at their dick. <laughs> well, you look at the dick afterwards to see how big it actually was. I mean, you no, I you know. Don't you, I mean, really, you don't have to look. at Oh a no, you have to look at some. I think dick. you just tell you how big it was, but like a picture is like the, like the added bonus. Oh, that's gonna say the added boner. Well, I mean, that's what we'll call it on the app. It seemed appropriate. Yeah. Added boner. Time for the added boner. Woo woo woo. What's a? Oh, I need to think of a word for money. I mean, money. I gotta think of a word. Oh, for good one! I gotta you think. fucker! You'd be the worst thesaur thesaurus ever. Currency? Thesaurus.com! Another word for money. Have you tried money? Oh my god, thesaurus! This is the worst! I am so upset! I am furious! <laughs> Have you tried money? What a condescending <laughs> asshole! 
Help your friend brainstorm. Nope. Let's repeat the same word he said. Let me snarky about it. Snarky as fuck. Maybe like the currency could be like pubes. Like how many pubes? No, I meant. I was trying to think of like a rhyming thing, like bone, like boner and something. I was trying to be clever, but bones, I just got like, money thrown on my face bones is and a killed the entire like, thought I had. Bones could be a word for money, but like we're already using boner for added boner. So like, how many times are you gonna throw in the word bone? I don't even know. I feel like we're ruining the app. Way too many times. We're using bone. I thought you meant this discussion. I thought it was <laughs> we're driving it into well, the toilet. Well, actually, when you're talking about money, the <laughs> towards the end of this movie, uh, money comes in involved in like a huge party into this movie. Money is because important in American we society. We fight because Karen and Rick are together, and then all of a sudden, well, after they have sex, uh, Gary kind of assumes that that's what happened. Well, cause and he's the, by himself in that place yeah, that they hang out about, in. Let's talk about and that. And Rick, like, they had go to get like a milkshake there or something because that place is open like on like ungodly it looked late real, hours. It looks real late. And yeah. Gary's in there by himself, and Rick comes in and he goes, "Hey, what's up, Gary?" He's like. Eh. I fucked Karen. See, another thing. <laughs> another good line. I fucked Karen. I think he's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, he's like, then he's all pissed off. So like... And then Karen's there and she's like, hi, Gary. And he's like, look at her. <laughs> yeah, she could have heard him say that. She wasn't in. She wasn't that far away. But like a few days later, you see Gary or Rick and Karen like breaking up in the library. I mean, they're having a fight. You don't know what's going yeah, on like, at this point. He's like, I'm done with you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you like getting on me, blah, 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 blah. He's just like, I'm done. I'm so over this. Right. And then, so Karen runs out crying. Gary is, like, upset because he doesn't want to see Karen upset. Because like, he's, he's obsessed. He has he, an unhealthy well, he, obsession. Well, one, he's obsessed. But two, he's like, he's like, no matter who Karen's with, I don't want to see her upset. So, like, he sees her upset. Yeah, again, hashtag, you know, not all men guy. Right. He, nice guy is way into her pants. He goes out there to see what's wrong with her. And she's crying. And they play like a... Didn't they play Journey? Like, uh, there's a lot of good music in this movie. There's a lot of Devo. There is a lot of the Cars. There's a lot uh, of songs. There are a lot of good. There's a lot of good music in this movie. And the one thing they meant they well, they were playing Journey, Open Arms, or something like that. I'm pretty sure oh, that's what it is. Can... And it's like a weird because like he's going to her with open arms. I kind of get it, but it's like that's like a love song, and yeah. like the reveal that happens Can, is like not appropriate but, but, for this music that's being played. Before we throw that out and go with the the climax, because I'm of like you know once the story gets kicking in, I remembered something I want to talk about because that remind talking about songs did remind me of the song that plays um, when Gary does stuff and it says like you gave it your best shot you tried yeah, your best yeah they play three or four times alright so anyways that that's like Gary's if movies have theme that's kind of like Gary's theme alright well anyways in the beginning no the first time they play it he really didn't do much to even consider this, this is my point this is my what I'm talking about this is what I'm talking about alright that's what but it's like his theme you can't argue that that's like his theme right so like we we know that he meets this woman. He doesn't meet. He just sees her, and all of a sudden he's in love with her. Okay, so then he asks. Which his is like a high school thing. It's right. fine. Like, you know, it happens. He asks his friend David to find out where she lives at one point. Because also worth noting that is part that, is super creepy. We didn't mention either. Exactly, it needs to be mentioned before we get to the the big the big oomph the big the the emotional pulling on the heartstrings. And pulling the, something else out. Yeah, too. lots of lots of lots of things pulling things out and just throwing them away. <laughs> So like, he finds out David. David finds out uh, where Karen lives. All right. So then like, so Gary um, is in his pizza truck and he's driving by. Like he's he's like stalking her house before oh, yeah. school. And he totally popped her 
like well that's what I was getting at. I'm I know, hyping I'm it saying up. I'm like, hyping it up. I know. I that's what it. I mean. I I'm telling it. a story. So like Karen leaves her house to walk to the street um with her with her bike. She's gonna hop on her moped. It's like a motor scooter, it's mm-hmm. like a bike. And then like, oh, you know, the tires popped. Like you just like you said, the tires popped. Oh, who happens to be there? Oh, Gary. Well, I think the air was just like, no, it might have been popped. It doesn't matter. But Gary pops out, so she needs a ride, and he is conveniently there with his car. Right. Right. So, so this was like, like super stock creepo the whole time. Right. And he gets her in the car, and so like he thinks he has a Did made. he ask David where she lived? Maybe yes. he, I thought he just followed her home. No, he asked her where he lived. Oh, I was just thinking of like other people we know who like follow people to their houses in their lives. Oh, who does that? Interesting. Well, sometimes you got to know where somebody lives, so you just follow them home. From school. It's just me and Corey here talking. Nobody else is in the room right now. Nobody I know. <laughs> Nobody at all. No one understands why but we're yeah, not so talking like, to them anymore. So We've changed topics. Gary's just being like super but like, But like, so that was like, so like he thought that was, oh, he gave her right to school. He thinks he's in the door. Well, no, she's going around and he finds her at the party with Rick, the girl he drove. He, he thought he was in, but Rick's already got her around his finger. And he's already got his, he hasn't had his dick up in her yet, but, but he's, it's getting there. It, it will be right. So, but that's, he thought that was his in, right? which is like bad stuff, which is not bad stuff. He thought that was his in, which w- would have worked out in any other movie. That's the which point is, where the two characters meet and they start hanging out and have their like high school romance. That's literally every other movie. Yeah, they, he does. He, he, this, him and the girl, it's not the story you expect. You know, you know what I mean? Like. He might trick her in some way to get her. Maybe he reveals it later on, like, oh, I piped, popped your bike tire. Maybe they laugh about it. Maybe she's upset he, about it. He doesn't, but they end up together. He doesn't, re- he doesn't, and he doesn't reveal that until the 25th wedding anniversary. Like, hey, honey, right. want to hear something fucked up? Then they might laugh about it. So it's like, it's like a point where they meet each other and, like, you think they're going to be together. That's the point where you think, like, oh, Gary, Karen, you, it's going to be a thing. That could happen. When they go to the first party, he's almost already the big, like, whoa, like, Rick's with her. And, like, yeah. Well, because she's like, I'm busy, and they didn't know they are going to the same party. Right. How many other parties were there, probably? She knew. I feel like she knew. She knew. Both because honest. she's... Now, knowing what we know about Karen, she knew. Yeah, and Rick... Because when David, when David, when Gary first sees her, Jeez. he's like, he's like, who's that girl? And then Rick's like, oh, don't worry about her. So at that point, yeah. he's already, he's already messing with her. Right. You know, he's already right. messed. He's like, right. oh, don't worry right. about her. Because he's a little diversionary tactic. Right. And then, uh, so once the, you know, the sadness happens with the Rick Karen breakup, Gary goes to, like console her. Yeah. You find out that Karen is pregnant. You do. So she's upset. She's crying. She's pregnant. Gary goes back in to confront Rick about it. Rick's just like, yeah, I know. I understand. Like, that's why I broke up with her. Yeah, he's like, wasn't he, uh, she was embarrassing him. She was embarrassing him. Like, he's like, and then he says, she wasn't the first. Rick's like 16, 17. Right. How many times has this happened? Like, how long has he been doing this? Since he was 12? Could be, yeah, 12, 13. It's possible. Like, come on, Rick. I mean, he, if he's a good-looking, he could have been banging girls who old, he, older than him. You know what I mean? Right. Who, how, who knows how many illegitimate children Rick has and uh, how many abortions. Like, uh, there, you know, there's some sort of ratio there, abortions to illegitimate children. Right. Many. So, uh, so there's like everybody else is going on a ski trip. Gary tells Karen, like, okay, well, I'll help you with this situation. You can stay at my grandma's house who has passed and I have the keys. So like they don't go, they say they're going on the ski trip they don't go, uh, Gary goes with her to Planned Parenthood to schedule an abortion and find out how much it costs. 
Gary sells a ton of stuff. He does. To steals a, from his mom. Steals from his mom to afford to pay for Karen's abortion. He does that. Yeah. He pays for the abortion. Well, they go on the ski trip uh, also because it's Christmas break. Just want to mention that real quick. It is the Christmas break part, yeah. part comes in. Yeah. Complain in a minute. So Karen has the abortion. By the way, the yeah, they're showing a lot of that abortion stuff. But I think that I think that's good because that's what makes you feel unnerved. Bro, oh like, yeah. The movie thought it was going one way, and then like now you're in this whole different movie. You didn't it's even, funny though because you didn't even sign up for that movie. They but I guess you did. They mentioned like almost like as if like the abortion couldn't happen unless you had the money up front. But like she's going through the process as he's getting the money. Right. So what if you didn't have the money? Right. You can't. Oh. Undo. Well, Edit. Undo. Well, I guess you got to better stay here and clean off our abortion tools. I don't, I'm just trying to figure out a way of how she could work that money off. Because it's 250 bucks he had to get. And he gets the money, and he shows up to the Planned Parenthood with with a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, which makes sense because, like, Christmas time. But it was like a, it was like the Millie of Christmas trees. Sad sack Christmas trees. Sad sack Because you're not judging it by its appearance. You're also judging it by how it feels about itself and its emotions. Right, I Again, am. Trees have emotions. And it's, uh, and it's sad tits, so... Oh no! And uh, oh no! And then and then he also had a bag of oranges. He didn't. I I still don't. You can say she had a build up of vitamin C. Yeah, he looked that's it a, up. That's a weird excuse. Uh, he went to nobody, his grandma's house, looked in the Encyclopedia Britannica she anybody, had every volumes of, and said, "Oh, after this, you need vitamin C." So yeah, he brings those oranges. Like you're saying this other thing about oranges, but I it's the abortion oranges stuff wasn't in Encyclopedia Britannica at the you time. You don't know that. I mean, it's not in it at the time we were to go in. That was a newer thing, maybe about abortions and oranges. Anyways, oh he brings he brings a sack of oranges, and maybe that was to represent Millie. He brought the sad tree and a sack of oranges, so it was like a sad sack. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's the connection there. You know, whenever I go to buy oranges in a sack again. That's all I'm going to think of. If I have like two or more oranges in a sack, I'm like, this is a sad sack of oranges. You're going to buy them and be like, you're just going to pick them up and go, oh, I don't care. And then just start cutting it with scissors. No, like, how did... Oh my God. Let's like get the oranges out. Because it'll be that netting. You just got to yeah. cut the orange out with the scissors. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So then they go back to... Garrett. Like bushels? You measure things in like oh. bushels? You measure, measure oranges in millies. <laughs> and how sad they are. And... uh so when he shows up with the oranges and tree, she like wakes up from you know being under anesthesia. True, and that happened. the first thing she does is look at him and laugh. Because to break like, the tension, there's a lot of tension involved. Yeah, in this there's situation. also a lot of it, there's a lot going through your head when you have an abortion, and I can't imagine. I don't, you know how you like, know, you know we what? talk about how guys discuss women's issues, and there's only guys around when it happens. We don't know anything about that. Man. I know, yeah, but I can I can know that there's a lot going on in your head, probably. Especially, probably you don't know. I'm just saying you don't yeah, know. I know. I know. I don't know. But after you would go through something like that, which isn't no isn't always for for some people isn't the easiest decision. Didn't seem like it for Karen that it was that easy. So that you go through that sort of procedure and you wake up and laugh. Break laughter is just a survival. I mean, mechanism. if Karen was like this abortion whore that like always had abortions, so maybe that was her way every time after she got one was just like <laughs> another one, you know, there go there we go, another one. Mark it on the list. Abortion ten for the week. For the week <laughs> There's only seven days in a week. She's just like, another one bites the dust. Where is this going? Oh my god. 
I guess in the dumpster behind the building. That's the song that they... That's Jesus. The, that's the song they should have had play. No, they shouldn't have. How about you just rescore it? Ding. Another one bites the dust. Was that song out in 1982? I Queen, don't know. right? Uh, yeah, maybe, probably. Maybe I don't know. Is that an early Queen or later? I don't know, man. I wish I did. When did Freddie Mercury die? 90, 89? I don't even know. I just know it was not a good thing. That he died, or yeah, another one, another song? Because the song's pretty good. Yeah, him dying isn't great. Right. He yeah, it was unfortunate that he had passed away. He was a great front man, but he was a great, was he was a great with, front man. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Karen. Because they, she laughs, they go back to Gary's grandma's house. You know, they start like becoming like close. She, they're like making out. They're they sleeping are. in bed together. They're cuddling. They're having like laughs. It's like a thing. They did have laughs, and there was a thing for like a, this is like a week long experience like this, living together. This is like their vacation, right? They're like playing house. So, so when they go back to like their parents' house and stuff, after they claim they were on this trip, uh, you know, her birthday party's coming up that was pre-planned. So Gary gets her, goes to the uh, pawn shop or whatever, gets her a necklace. I thought it was a, was a ring. I thought it was a ring too. I was corrected earlier yeah. and was told it was a necklace. Mm. I see you thought it was a ring too, so I'm thinking it's a ring too. You want it engraved, like that's what I assume. The engraving, and I I didn't see a chain, did I? I don't know. I didn't think so. Uh, my wife watched it with us, my wife. And she uh, had mentioned that it was a necklace. I mean, I will believe her because I just assumed engraving, so my mind could have taken over. You know what I mean? Right. I was yeah, actually... but, but then we, because we were jumping to conclusions like, oh, Gary's gonna ask her to like marry her, marry him. Yeah, if it's like not, so, if like, it's not a ring, it changes. If it's not a ring, it changes everything. Because a necklace, it's like the marry me necklace. What's that? It doesn't change everything. It just changes. That it changes the aspect the, of him. It changes to get the severity. But then again, he did say that he loved her on the necklace, which is like probably shouldn't do that. Right. Well, and he told her he loved her when they were hanging out. And I mean, she they, she kissed him. She did. She gave him a little and so little he, courtesy he, he kiss. He gets to the birthday party. Thanks for spending all this money on me. Here's a little kiss. Gets to the birthday party. Sees David. Asks David, "Where's Karen?" Yeah, I got to show her. I got. Yeah, I got something great for Karen. So he's like, she's in the kitchen. This is it. Here David comes. is kind of like not. He doesn't know. He doesn't know about the abortion. Oh, it's coming. He no, doesn't he know has no about idea. the love nope. that Gary has for Karen. He was having fun, probably fucking. There's so many parts. Oh, he was having fun with the nerdy chick. That probably the Rose. Yeah. Remember the nerdy chick that Gary kind of made out with while the car car crashed. Yeah. The before ocean? we tell the conclusion, we should tell that little story. That they, because like they're a makeout point basically. Karen has a friend who is Rose, who is not an unattractive girl. She's eighties. She's eighties dub. Eighties nerdy. Almost reminds me of Tori Spelling's character from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Like obviously Tori Spelling, an attractive woman. Yes. On Saved by the Bell, she was like Screech's like cousin or something like that. Yeah. Or no, she was like she was in love with Screech or something, but she. Was I have like no idea. Overly done up to look nerdy, pigtails, like right. big giant glasses. Looks like she went home and read books and went on her expensive computer. Yeah, what a fucking loser. Yeah, total so, loser. The uh but anyways, they borrow Victor's car, trick him to get the bar of the car, his car that crashed into the ocean, no repercussions, Victor's still their friend. Man, you just summed up that entire thing in like one sentence. It was so dramatic. I know, because I want to get to the, the big reveal. Like, we'll get there. The Victor part is great. I feel bad. That guy was, he was somehow still their friend. I don't understand that. They were shitting weird. to him constantly. They left cheating off him in class. They left his Pontiac in the ocean. Left his car in the ocean. Uh, left him stranded. That's what, that was a, shit. I thought that was the saddest scene in the movie until the ending. Right. When, when uh, Victor's just sitting by himself in the curb with like a bunch of sodas stacked up because he thought everyone was going to have fun with him and he's just sitting there with all these right. sodas. And uh, so he goes, he go, Gary goes in the kitchen at the birthday party, sees Karen making out with some other dude. 
So it's instantly like, you're already like, fuck you, Karen. Like, that's already your attitude because, like, get you not not because of what Gary did, but because it seemed like she was kind of well, falling for Gary. Well, see, I didn't think that. My attitude was always... Oh, she's just making out with him because he paid $250 for an abortion? He gave her... She gave him one kiss because, like... She probably gave him, like, a hand you. job at least. She did not give him any hand jobs. That did not happen. That is revisionist fake news, Corey. Uh, it's not revisionist. I'm saying I think that might have happened. I said I think that might have happened. You said that totally happened for sure, and it's a blatant I never lie. said that. We can, people a, can go back and re-listen. They, that, they shouldn't do that. Right, because you don't want to be proven wrong. What? So, so you see Karen Telling making out with another dude, and it's already like... It's already it's a fuck you moment, fuck you Karen moment, because in your, I was like, duh, obviously. Well, well it's kind of duh, but it's also... Not because you think it's going to be like a lot of other movies where he's going to walk in, she's like getting something prepared, he gives her the necklace, it's a happy ending. So it's like, oh, what the fuck? She's making out with this other dude. Like, oh, fucking Gary. Fucking. He's like, he's almost a sad sack. Gary is a sad sack. He's going to, you know. And then it's it's already bad enough she's making out with some dude. Right. Dude turns around. It's who's, Rick. Who's that dude? It's Rick. Richard. The dude who fucked her and got her pregnant. And who she had the abortion with and dumped her because she was pregnant. Like, now he's back with her. And she just looks at, like, Gary, like, like almost like a look like, sorry, but, eh. Oh, yeah. I just remember things that we had already talked about. What? Seeds that had been planted. Because there's so many parts in this movie where, like, it could have went and just, like, you can... Because the movie moves fast, and it does a lot. It accomplishes a lot in 90 minutes, which we also right. see. Which it is feel, incredible. It feels like it's a longer movie, but it's only 90 minutes. Because, like, all the guys going on a ski trip. Can you imagine Rick and David and those girls on a ski trip? That's a whole movie by itself. Oh, he was already making out with a chick in the back of the van. Yeah, the, right. At, when they went on the ski trip. That's absurd. But what I was saying before when we had talked about this... Well, because we see... It ends after that Gary's driving alone in his car, and it's, like, raining, and it plays... And then it plays, doesn't it play a song where, like, you tried your, you gave it your best... Right. So, like, that's hilarious. That's like, what a depressing way to end this fucking film. So, and we were saying the, the whole movie felt like it needed a murder. Like, someone had oh, to yeah, die. Oh, yeah. The past, like, if you saw past the credits, Gary comes back with, like, a gun or something. Or he, he plows the car through the house, takes out a gun, kills everyone, kills David, kills just. He doesn't give a oh, fuck. Oh, I don't want David to die. Well, that's how shootings go, man. Yeah, pick but like, I feel like he'd be like, David, go. He'd let David go. But he'd be so mad with rage, his Man. bullets would miss. He wouldn't be. I, I agree with every part, but I can't agree with David. He wouldn't Dyer. be like, David, pop, pop, you're dead. He'd be like, kill random people, kill random people. David, random people. Oh, no, that's my friend David. Well, you're dead now. Mm. And like then he'd let David go. And then Rick and Karen drop to the floor in the kitchen because they're hiding in the gunfire. Right. And then he comes in and, like, I mean, he shoots Karen and Rick. They both die. Right. He kills them both. Which, what I was saying before, you we think maybe. That Karen had just been with Rick and now they're going to just go on and have their two-day romance and be over because we had both agreed that wasn't lasting more than right. the, more than the, the day. Right, the Rick-Karen thing wasn't going to last. Right. But what if Karen had... Second a, she got pregnant again. We don't get much of Karen's backstory, so what if Karen had a plot in mind to kill Rick herself? I That is a plot... That, I remember... What if that was happening? I remember you bringing it that up. It was great. I, it's an awesome okay. side story. Okay, I remember you bringing that up, but I don't like that. I like the version of Karen being just <laughs> shitty. But you well, you just like you just well, don't want to look for the well, I kind of did. I kind of did like your version because it's my version. I added great. to it of of when well, he goes to, to it now when yeah, he goes continue. to kill he kills Rick. Yeah, and then he goes to kill Karen, and she's like, "But, but," 
And she goes to explain, and yeah, then she kills dead. her anyway. Right, exactly. She dies too. He's like, but nothing. I paid for your abortion. But if you, but if you her. got the side story, so like, like you would, you would try, you'd be like rooting for Karen. And like, oh no, like, like, oh no, Gary, Gary doesn't get what's going right. on. It's a whole plan. Oh, and now they're all dead, and now. Can that's Gary enough. have like a cool line at the end, like, I'm gonna perform my own abortion? Or no, something Gary's like that. not allowed to have that line. Abort. Your Gar- life's been aborted. Is he a robot? It's not like he's talking <laughs> like a robot. Gary the Robot. What if it was called Gary the Robot? This movie? Yeah. Oh my god. What a fucked up robot. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, for the, I mean, for the whole movie, like, what a weird emotional wreck of a robot. He doesn't even know how to be. A weird emotional wreck of a 17-year-old robot. He has a hard time. He doesn't know so, how to like be you were saying, game. though, like, the end of the movie, and you see that scene, and you're just like, yeah. you're, you're, you're just like, you're, you're enraged, because you're, like, you're just like, what did I do? What did I see? I what sat did down I see? for this And then, it, then Gary goes driving in his car, plays that you're the, you done your best song, he's crying, credits start rolling. Hilarious. It's like, what the, the fuck? End. The what, end. What the fuck? How is this the end of the movie? I just loved early And literally on. nothing after that. Nothing. No, th- it's done. This was not the era of post credit scenes. No. Well, I love how before the end, but like the best that he did was paying for her procedure and popping her tire. Like this is what he tried. He didn't try to be her friend or do anything. That's all he did. Like you should just he be mine. He only had so many chances. You should be my. Oh yeah. Okay. Every word I Rick had plenty of chances. Gary just seems to be more of a smooth talker, man. Rick Rick was the man until we learned how much of a fucking abortion monster he was. Well, I mean, so like, what what district in Congress is Rick representing now? Like, he went on to do, I mean, I assume he just lives in the trailer park and he's trash. But what if he went on to high things and he's just fucked up human being? Well, he has to be pro-choice for sure. No, that's not how it works. Well, true, you could be pro-life and like... Do he's just a horrible guy, he doesn't give a fuck. Do secret abortions, but you need those chicks to, but you need those chicks to be able to get abortions on their own when you after you ditch them, so you can get back with them. But if if that point, so like, he needs that option. He needs to have that option open. I'm just saying, he like he's he doesn't care guy. when you don't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't. He gives it, no it, shits. It, he gives no shits, and uh, you gave no shits when picking next week's movie. Because you randomly chose it from a list. I did. And you picked the film that was right above Last American Virgin. Right. What, what we did is I looked at a list of movies you had, and I made sure I wasn't looking for anything particular. I just closed my eyes, opened them, and I was being honest. Right. The first I, the I, first word that got my attention is the one we picked, and that's right. what and we Right, and I thought got. you were going to go Manborg. You didn't go Manborg. Because that's like, that seems like... That's like a go-to for you. Right. Wait, so, what? How's Manborg? <laughs> hey, Nick, you know how your go-to is Manborg? What? <laughs> uh, but instead, you chose what? the which was the movie we were gonna do during the uh, month in which your birthday was. So give me a year. You, well, we month, gonna, we, it took we, place we, in the year that was gonna be my right. Yeah, we were yep. gonna do it in the month. None of those things are sentences. Right. But we, uh, the film you chose was the 1984 film, The Ice Pirates. Uh, neither of us know anything about this movie. The poster looks absurd. Uh, it. Uh, I mean, we don't know anything about it. It looks ridiculous. Uh, it looks very, very much of a product of Star Wars, uh, and Mad Max. That's about the. From what I get from the poster, Max Wars, Max Wars, Mad Stars. Why not Mad Wars? That's a much better. Out of <laughs> all the you options, because I picked the other ones. Yeah, you picked the shit ones. <laughs> We right. need to abort those options. All right, this isn't like this is, with... it's not even a play on words anymore. It's just like yeah, it's not. So next week, <laughs> Ice Pirates, nineteen eighty four, 
You could probably like you could probably find it on YouTube or something. Uh, it's available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Of all things. Uh, Last American Virgin. I don't know if it's on Blu-ray. It was on YouTube in full. Tube it that's up. That's how. Uh, no, we watched the Blu-ray version, so it is on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's uh, for some reason. Yeah, that's you, what you did. You can watch it on YouTube in full as well. Come on, it's too fast. But man. it is slow, on slow Blu-ray. Down. I slow forgot. Down. I forgot we watched the Blu-ray version because we, we mentioned how good it looked. It looked real good. Uh, being on 1080p. So, uh, for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. My name is Nick. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. The worst being Rick. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown.